Hey guys, welcome to our third podcast. You are listening to me, Kaurav, and I have my co-host Chetan Agarwal with me. So, hey Chetan, how are you doing? Hi everyone, I'm good. I'm doing good, Kaurav. Uh, today being a Monday, uh, but not that hectic. So, feeling feeling good and energetic. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I think you went outside. Uh, you had a getaway on on the weekend. so that must also be refreshing yeah surprisingly uh went to a very beautiful beach uh, which was about one and a half hours away from tokyo mm-hmm. it's a beach called zushi mm-hmm. and uh, i this was like my second experience of a beach in japan okay uh, so surprisingly the beach was very very beautiful Uh-huh. and uh, i would compare to uh, this beach to any of the beaches in australia so it was that that good okay. and uh, also i experienced kayaking for the first time in my life that's uh, good yeah so it was about two hour kayaking experience uh, but i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh, and and even the next day i was feeling fine so happy that i did it mm-hmm. and uh, i hope i can do it again in the future Okay. So, so great experience yeah on, on, on the trip. Okay. Uh, so yeah. so did you learn kayaking or did you do it with some help how does it go? So basically they give you a 10 minute or a 15 minute you know quick t- tutorial uh-huh. uh, on the beach uh-huh. and then you are just expected to jump on the kayak and start kayaking okay. and they kayak along with you so while you are kayaking they'll give you some instructions so uh-huh. but once you are in the sea you're pretty much on your own <laughs> uh i see i see so it seems that you have a lot of fun yes so back to the normal grind or is the fun continuing no back back to the grind uh, but uh, again sorry we are digressing but this is kind of a week where a lot of japanese people go on vacation so okay. the number of people uh, who are at work is a little low so the mm-hmm. density is not that much for this week but mm-hmm. uh, by by next week things would be back to normal okay so great date even i think in this week we have janmashtami in india right so tomorrow is janmashtami so there is a holiday in lot of companies so that makes it a lighter work week for a few of us yeah that's that's great yeah are yeah, you are yeah. you going to be fasting gorif no i don't fast <laughs> okay <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah so uh, let's get back to the business and in the last two episodes we discussed consulting and we promised that we will cover interviews in the third episode right so um, let's let's uh, straight away jump to the topic and understand what kind of selection processes do these consulting companies have right sure sure i think let's do that okay uh so i think uh, we i am pretty clear that most of the consulting interviews are usually case based interviews right that's true yeah so uh, or uh, let let's do it this way maybe you can help us understand what kind of interviews do they take and what is the basic reason behind those kind of interviews sure i think that's a great question mm-hmm. and uh, a case interview is basically a hypothetical business situation Mm-hmm. uh and and the interviewers 
uh, interviews intent is to determine if a candidate can think about a particular problem mm-hmm. uh, in, in a real world and how would they go about approaching that problem okay so that, that is why a, a case interview is given mm-hmm. and it is designed to simulate life on the job as a management consultant okay and a case study tries to replicate all the stages of a 3 to 6 month engagement uh, mm-hmm. in approximately a 30 40 minute duration uh, which is the duration of the interview okay Can so I... so you said that uh, they want to emulate all the uh, the life cycle of a consultant for that 3 to 4 month right so that's why 3 to 6 month engagement uh, is a typical consulting enge- engagement Okay. and they try to simulate that so okay. th- that is basically the idea of case interviews i think one of the points which we uh-huh. we would have said that case interviews are typically used only for consulting firms uh-huh. uh used to be true but a lot uh-huh. of other you know a lot of other industries have started to see value in such a case based interview process yeah uh, the kind of case might differ but uh-huh. there are other f- other kind of industries which have now started using it for example private equity Uh, mm-hmm. some private equity firms also follow a case based interview uh, there mm-hmm. are some it consulting firms which follow case based interviews uh, mm-hmm. there are also some firms for example uh, there are strategy roles within a within an within an organization mm-hmm. this could be across industries so for yeah. for those firms also i think case based interviews are being followed so it's it's a much wider uh, you know acceptance of these case based interviews which is which is useful for a candidate so mm-hmm. so that's where all that's where the applicability of a case based interview is yeah i i can i can see that and since i am working in a product company and, and as a product head so i can see that we also go ahead and take these case based interviews right though our the nature of our cases are very different from maybe a consulting case sure hello yeah hi ketan i got it so uh, you mentioned that uh, this emulates around 3 uh, to 6 months of the consultant life uh, i would want to understand that what kind of skills uh, do they evaluate you on in this interview and if you can go a little bit in detail about what are these 3 to 6 months looks like right what what does these 3 to 6 months means in a life of consultant right so that we can give our listeners a sneak peek of consultant's life as well okay sure so uh, very quickly i'll cover the second part of your question uh, mm-hmm. so 3 to 6 months basically looks like uh, the the you would basically meet the client uh, firstly mm-hmm. uh, in these meetings i'm not sure like if a consultant or an analyst would be uh, a part of the meeting or not but definitely you know the partner or whoever is the project lead would definitely mm-hmm. be part of the of these meetings where you're trying to understand the client what their problem is or what mm-hmm. exactly do they want you to solve mm-hmm. so uh, so you know so initially it would be that there would be a proposal stage you would mm-hmm. be bidding with other consulting firms finally mm-hmm. you would get the project uh, mm-hmm. once you get the project you would be signing an engagement letter which will clearly mm-hmm. identify what are the things that you would be working on Mm-hmm. uh so once that engagement letter is signed the consulting firm can officially start working on a on a, on a project or a case mm-hmm. uh as as some consulting firms call it uh mm-hmm. so initial would be a lot of data gathering a lot of data collection 
Mm-hmm. So again, you know, uh, the ability to ask the right questions, the ability to structure, you know, what exactly are you solving for is very, very important. Okay. So as we say, as we say in a lot of real life problems, ki pehle mm-hmm. socho and mm-hmm. pehle structure karlo and then you should get down to your, you know, dirty your hands. So okay. that preparation stage is very, very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then basically comes the stage of analysis. Mm-hmm. So where you're analyzing, you're putting a lot of time, you know, making sense of the data that the client shares with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that I, would, I would say would be the bulk of the three to six month engagement. Mm-hmm. Finally, there would be a stage where you're drawing conclusions. Mm-hmm. So you are basically coming to the, to the stage where you're answering what the client has asked you. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of consulting firms and, and, you know, we could have a separate episode on this, on how the firms, consulting firms draw conclusions, but a lot of consulting mm-hmm. firms would draw conclusions and they would go around and show these conclusions to all the stakeholders involved. So mm-hmm. before the, before, you know, the make or break meeting, where suppose they are meeting the CEO of the, of the firm that they are, you know, engaged mm-hmm. by, mm-hmm. they would ideally meet the entire C-suite all the departmental heads show them their conclusions and get their buy-in so Mm -hmm. getting a buy-in for a management consulting firm is the most critical thing Mm -hmm. so they would typically do that Mm -hmm. and then finally would be the you know the the communication the last meeting that would happen typically with the uh with the ceo or the c-suite or the board of the of the firm which has engaged you so so you know these would be the entire gamut of things that you're doing in a consulting engagement. Okay. So, so, you know, long cut, cutting the long story short, the five things that basically a consulting interview wants to evaluate mm-hmm. uh, by a case study is number one, problem structuring. Mm-hmm. Number two, logical reasoning. Mm-hmm. Number three, uh, the, the core analysis. Mm-hmm. Number four, the ability to draw conclusions from data. And mm-hmm. number five, the ability to synthesize or communicate your conclusions. So these are the five things which an interviewer is trying to assess. Okay. So I think that's very lucid. Uh, these five uh, skills seems to be very logical to, to judge and evaluate in a candidate, right? So I, I feel that most of the interviews, other interviews would also evaluate these skills. But consulting being a short span and a short duration project game, these skills become all the more important, right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, now we, we understand there is a case interview and these are the skills which a person is evaluating. Can we go a little bit in detail of uh, how does that these 40 minutes look like? The, the interview 40 minutes, how, how do they look like? What kind of questions do you get? Do you get to introduce yourself? When does the case start? And when the case starts, what are the do's and don'ts in that case? Uh, if you can give a sneak peek of those 40 to 45 minutes or even one hour. Sure. So I think uh, let me quickly come over the do's and don'ts. And then I would also tell you about how those 40 minutes look like. Uh-huh. Uh, some of these do's and don'ts, you know, are very, very important to understand. Uh-huh. First do's and don'ts are first number one do is you should ask clarifying questions. Uh, these case study interviews are meant to be, uh, you know, meant to be where both people speak. So Mm -hmm. uh, interviewer does not expect you to just Mm -hmm. take the case, Mm -hmm. solve it, and then Mm -hmm. start coming out with the Mm -hmm. analysis. 
that okay. is absolutely the wrong approach they okay. want this to be an engaging process both of you speak you need to ask clarifying questions mm-hmm. so asking clarifying questions is a very very key part of solving a case okay and you have to ask these clarifying questions during the during the process not at the end mm-hmm. uh so that's the number one do mm-hmm. number second is you have to evaluate the data thoroughly uh if mm-hmm. there are if there is a if there is a lot of multiplications divisions or calculations involved you should do it the interviewer mm-hmm. does not expect you to just say that if i x percentage of y is the answer you have to calculate mm-hmm. that number so okay. do not do not be very vague in your answer you have to you have to come at a specific answer uh, number 3 is you have to produce evidence support supported conclusions now suppose somebody gives you a profitability problem mm-hmm. and you know you can see that the the, the you know one of the uh, solutions could be say uh, sell a sell a product line mm-hmm. but if the interviewer is not giving you enough evidence for that you cannot mm-hmm. give that conclusion to the interviewer all mm-hmm. your all your conclusions need to be evidence supported okay so so these three i think for me are very very important things to keep in mind and these could make or break your interview okay uh, some of the other things which which uh, which would be don'ts would be uh, don't get nervous uh uh-huh. you know if you're not getting uh, if you're not getting like you know confidence in the case don't get nervous you need to keep engaging with the interviewer uh-huh. uh this process of solving the case is very very important more mm-hmm. than the conclusion so okay. the as as we walked you through the the cycle the 3 uh-huh. to 6 month cycle it involves many many steps okay. and you know analysis is one of the steps but the other steps are also important uh-huh. so don't get nervous in the entire process so okay. i think i think that's that though that's one of the biggest don'ts i would say is in a in a case interview okay got it got it okay so i think uh, summarized really well so if i just put it in in crux so you are saying that uh, it's a two way communication process so ask lot of clarifying questions then somebody who is doing the interview has to evaluate the data really thoroughly which means he has to do all the calculations and present all those calculations and finally he has to do uh, he has to bring in the evidence based conclusions right so he cannot bring in conclusions randomly or from his past knowledge so he has to say sure. he, he or he may maybe he can include his past knowledge or is it is that not allowed how does that work no i no i think most of these cases are hypothetical okay. and uh, you should never include your past knowledge and in fact if there is a if if you're already uh, encountered encountered a similar case where uh, say a framework was used you mm-hmm. should not you should not uh, limit yourself to that framework Okay. you know you could think of a new framework or you could make a new framework on the spot so past knowledge should not be used in solving a case okay okay so uh, i think uh, and you mentioned one don't which is that you do not get nervous and i think it's very important because in in the case interviews or in any other interview people are usually encountering the interviewer for the first time so it's obvious to get nervous but then uh, in a consult- consultant's life he has to see all the new situations every day so that actually they are evaluating you on being in the new situation and then tackling it in a good way am i right 
that's absolutely right okay okay so what what other things would happen in those 40 minutes to one hour do they ask you do they ask you to introduce yourself do they ask you any kind of academic questions especially if you are fresh out of college or or does that not happen yeah i think uh, so when we are talking about a typical case case interview you know they are looking for first they are they are looking for your academics of course mm-hmm. which would mm-hmm. be reflected in your uh, uh, cv or your resume which mm-hmm. uh, which the interviewer would already have mm-hmm. and uh, there would be other you know personality based questions which you can expect uh, mm-hmm. as 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 you start off and they would like to know uh, what what you're good at besides mm-hmm. academics as well i think that's mm-hmm. that also plays an important part in a consulting interview uh mm-hmm. but the but the bulk of the interview would be the case study and uh, and in the end some of the interviews do it some of them don't uh, they would also go over how they would have solved the case and mm-hmm. what are the conclusions they would have drawn so some oh. interviews definitely do that okay got it got it got it so in in the in in one of the do's you mentioned something called a profitability problem right so that brings me to the next question so what are the different kind of cases i assume that profitability problem could be one of one of the case types so if we can just put in some light on what are the different kind of case interviews which can happen sure so i think uh, that's that's a great question and there there are various kinds of cases but you know if we go over uh, the the kind of case which gorov just mentioned uh, there could be a case which is based on profitability if a company has a profitability problem it, mm-hmm. there could be a case based on growth mm-hmm. uh, top line not growing enough fast enough there could be a case of pricing should mm-hmm. i reduce my pricing mm-hmm. how do i how do i go about it if mm-hmm. my if my competitors are cutting pricing how do i go about it so third could be pricing fourth could be new product mm-hmm. uh, so should i should i should i build a new product fifth could be could i should i buy a new product so uh-huh. so basically build versus buy kind of cases okay. uh, then there could be a case of mergers and acquisitions uh, uh-huh. should i go ahead with a merger or not uh, so things like that or there could be a post merger integration issue so so those uh-huh. those kind of cases are also common then there could be a case of you know competitive intensity being very high in an industry how do you handle that uh then mm-hmm. there could be a case which is how do we undertake a particular kind of in- initiative strategic initiatives are very very common in companies and something mm-hmm. which are which consultants are very very often invited mm-hmm. for and then mm-hmm. lastly there could be something very unique which you know which is outside all these uh eight things which i spoke about so mm-hmm. but i think if you could cover these eight or nine kinds of cases you mm-hmm. would have pretty much covered the uh most of the universe of consulting cases so so that's okay. how it works uh mm-hmm. i i don't know gorov was that helpful that was but i suppose that um, i i was thinking of few more case uh, cases maybe one could which i think you have missed or maybe you have merged in something else so there could be for example market entry right so if you want to enter a new market or if you want to expand your geography that could become a separate problem altogether isn't it sure i think that's that's a that's a good example uh uh-huh. which which we did not cover so probably in the unique the last category uh-huh. there could be that market entry kind of thing and then uh-huh. in market entry you know there's always this 
question of build versus buy so right. if, if i am if i am a new entrant should i build from scratch or should i buy out a company and that mm-hmm. that's how uh, i should start my business so i think mm-hmm. that that that's something we covered but yeah explicitly we didn't i did not cover market entry so that that's a mm-hmm. good point gorav mm-hmm. and uh, when i say market entry do we also for for example do consultants also do a go to market kind of scenario or it's it's in the purview of marketeers no absolutely consulting firms all the time do go go to market strategies and okay. uh, that that is i think one of the most important pieces of consulting work uh, which consultants have to do mm-hmm. and uh, as we as we spoke in our earlier episodes lot of consulting work is moving away from the mm-hmm. pure advice or pure gyan kind of cases mm-hmm. uh, to a lot of you know uh, cases where they have to ha- get consultants need to lead to mm-hmm. uh, tangible outputs so mm-hmm. go to market bilkul sahi baat hai it's a very very important kind of case or a project which consultants these days are spending their times on acha theek hai so uh, let's pick up one or two subjects koi bhi ek do uthate hain and agar koi uske examples do ki kis tarah ke cases hote hain to shayad audience ko thoda sa aur clarity aa jaye ki kis tarah ke cases puche ja sakte hain sure so i think uh, we've spoken about this earlier but like you know uh, the typical cases are you know the interviewer would start with a very simple line they would say our client is a say 2 billion dollar distributor of office mm-hmm. equipment whose mm-hmm. profit has declined in the last 4 years Achha. so they could just give you that simple line and mm-hmm. what what i think or one more thing which i would like to cover here is there are basically two kinds of cases which you know the we've covered the types of cases but we've not covered how these cases are uh you know asked by interviewers in 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 uh, in these interviews so that okay. basically basically two broad kinds one is interviewer led and uh-huh. one is candidate led okay so interviewer led cases are cases which feature a very structured format and the uh-huh. interviewer will control the the sequence how the problem pro- solving process is conducted and then the candidate process is where the interviewer will give you a very open ended uh, problem statement like i just gave on the on the 2 billion dollar uh-huh. distributor and uh-huh. then expect the candidate to start asking the questions okay. Uh, okay so so these are two two approaches which uh, consulting firms take uh, uh-huh. the interviewer led process is very frequently used by mckinsey uh-huh. as an example and the candidate led process is used by say bcg or bain uh-huh. uh, so so these are two very distinct kind of case case uh, taking processes the mm-hmm. cases do not change but the mm-hmm. way these cases are exp- are presented uh, by the interviewer definitely change in in these two kinds of uh, case case interviews oh that's an interesting observation and i think uh, if if you understand the style of the interview you can present your candidate in a much better way that's that's a Thanks. very very useful information thank you for that correct so okay. uh so yeah so in conclusion the you know we are not really going for a live case study so, uh, solving here in this podcast uh-huh. uh if if a lot of people request for that we could consider that uh, uh and definitely something which we can do uh mm-hmm. but uh, it's very important for a uh, for somebody who's preparing to understand the nuances 
interviewer led process and a candidate led case case solving process and you need to practice both because hopefully you would be getting those uh, you know these those uh, job interviews with both kind of firms and uh, there there could be like you know there is no strict do or don't if if an interview starts with an interview led uh uh let case you have to go along with it you cannot say you know i am going to drive the case uh, yeah. so 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 basically you should you should be prepared for both kind of case cases okay got it so matlab humne we have touched touch based on that as well ab isko prepare kaise kiya jaye that's the final question which i have for today how to prepare for this case based interview are there any resources which are available online are there any coachings which uh or are there any online courses which they can subscribe to is tarah se prepare kiya jaye okay ha so i think preparation ka sabse first step hona chahiye to collect all the resources available online uh-huh. and uh, out of these resources available you would find case studies on the websites of all the leading consulting firms mckinsey bcg bain atkani they have all got you know case study preparation resources on their websites so please go to those uh, download those cases guys uh, uh-huh. secondly a lot of top business schools have consulting clubs these consulting uh-huh. clubs have published their own case study solving uh, material so uh, these are pdf documents running into several pages Uh, uh-huh. sometimes more than 100 pages they would uh-huh. give you a good primer on how to solve cases and uh, gorav we could link up a few of those uh, with the podcast yeah. what do you think sure 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 we can we can post some links in the description yeah so that's the first step second step is to you know once you've gone through these resources uh, uh-huh. is to catch hold of a of a peer of yours or uh-huh. a colleague of yours and ask uh-huh. him to be the interviewer Uh-huh. so 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 practice with somebody because you know these these cases are uh you cannot do them just by reading them you need somebody to ask you these cases mm-hmm. and uh, and have an interactive process an engaging process while you mm-hmm. solve it so that's mm-hmm. that's important and thirdly mm-hmm. i would say catch hold of an alumni of who's mm-hmm. alumni or somebody who's working in these consulting firms to mm-hmm. interview you and give you mm-hmm. that real case real case solving Uh, uh experience uh, okay. so all in all i would say this entire process would take about 2 to 3 months if not uh-huh. more but uh-huh. i would say give it a minimum 3 months uh-huh. uh to prepare well so uh-huh. if if you are in b school or if you are a if you are a professional in both uh-huh. cases give it give it at least 3 months this uh-huh. entire these three steps which which i spoke about and uh-huh. at the end of 3 months i think you would be in great shape to tackle yeah. these cases Yep, yep, yep. That was helpful. And to put in my two cents, I believe that in these two to three months of your preparation, try to at least interact or or solve at least fifteen to twenty cases with somebody, so that you are well versed with your communication. You are you can think on your foot, and uh, and you can you can you can sharpen your edges and present yourself in the best possible way. Absolutely. So we are just coming towards the end of this this podcast, this recording. Um, so just want to touch something which which we did last time, right? Which was the culture of consulting companies. 
right? And I understand that it's pretty aggressive. But then I have heard about uh, up and out kind of culture where, where you either progress or the companies ask you to leave, right? So just throw a little light on it. Why is it so? And uh, how can uh, a person who is entering a consulting firm tackle this? So uh, it's a, it's a great question and something I I'm sure a lot of us have heard about what's up and out. And mm-hmm. you know there are both good things and bad things to this. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, what up and out is that they expect you to get promoted, say, in two years' time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Good, performers good performers, or you know, or, you know. Hello. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, there was some echo. So good performers uh, or you know the fast track performers typically get promoted in two years' time, and uh, if you are not getting promoted in two years. you should ideally get promoted in 3 years uh-huh. and if you're not getting that recognition in 3 years uh, most of the consulting firms expect you to you leave to to leave okay. so that's how the up and out culture works uh, as mm-hmm. we explained earlier there are five levels mm-hmm. so p- people who are fast track performers go on to make partners in 10 years mm-hmm. and uh, people who fall out you know who are not getting those promotions along the way Uh, mm-hmm. are expected to resign uh, okay. or leave the firm so that's how you know the pyramid structure is maintained so there are less people at the top more mm-hmm. people at the bottom okay. so that's how consulting firms ensure that you know not everybody goes on to make a partner uh-huh. and only the high performers go on to make a partner all right all right but i'm sure that those who have to resign for one reason or the other also have great career opportunities in the industry Oh, absolutely! Uh, in fact, it's very well known that McKinsey helps uh, its alumni or people who resign to find jobs in the industry, mm-hmm. and uh, some of these alumni uh, bring in a lot of business to McKinsey mm-hmm. uh, because most of these people are very well placed. They are all bright people, so mm-hmm. they are very well placed across the industry, and they bring a lot of projects to McKinsey later mm-hmm. on. Right, 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 right. Got it. I think that's very well explained. and i get lot of insights in, insights in these discussions of ours i uh, understand how the consulting works in general the interview processes why do we need consultants so i would like to thank you for all the insights you are sharing thanks gorov i had a great time so uh-huh. hopefully everybody enjoyed this chit chat of ours so thank you everyone for listening in yep so thanks guys uh, so we are done for the day Uh, just drop in your questions to us on the podcast and if you like the podcast do share it with your colleague and friend so signing out thanks bye bye all right